Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, and welcome to You Beauty, the daily podcast for your face. I'm Erin Doherty. I am Lee Campbell, and it was Fashion Week last week. It's been and gone. Erin, you did some trend reporting. Tell me, what's the biggest trend that's stuck in your mind a week later? Honestly, I can't stop thinking about the chunky headbands. Mm -hmm. They were everywhere. I think mainly they were on the Oriton runway. Yes. But I spotted them elsewhere too. You know, that kind of like really wide elastic headband that you used to wear like in high school. Yes. Like in year seven. That's I'm into back it. In. Are you into it? Yeah, I think it's wearable. I think if you do like a really sleek kind yeah. of hair look, it's in. As an oily roots dry ends kind of gal, I'm always looking for ways that I can Cover disguise my roots yeah. exactly and get away with another day of not washing. So for that reason alone, Definitely. bring back the headband. Look it all back, I reckon. So my friend, beauty news time, <laughs> what are we chatting about today? Beauty news. Okay, the results are in for the Mecca beauty election. So we're going to go through and share some of the products that we think should have made the list, mm-hmm. plus hair oiling. We're going to be talking about that, the traditional East Asian practice that people are doing on TikTok. We're going to talk about its origins and what you need to know if you're looking to do it at home. But first. But first. So if you're new around here, every month we basically highlight a product, a brand or a launch that has made some game-changing movements in the sustainability space. And this month we're going to be spotlighting Conserving Beauty, which is Australia's first waterable, responsible beauty brand. They have totally waterless formulas. Water makes up around like 90% of your formulas and water isn't a necessary ingredient to really help the skin. And since the UN actually declared that we're in like this mad water crisis, Mm. basically Conserving Beauty is one of the brands that are helping to kind of solve this crisis. They've teamed with Water Footprint Network and they basically track the exact water usage of each Conserving Beauty product. Mm. So you know the brand, you've heard about it. And I, I think you do. Knew some of I remember before. when I first launched, gosh, six months ago, mm. nine months ago, who knows? Time moves so fast these days. And I tried <laughs> a couple of the products and I'm like, oh, these were really nice. But to be honest, I didn't fully look into what they meant about the whole water thing. But I think it's like one to three percent of the world's water is not ocean water. Yeah, and that's it's like one percent. Yeah. Everyone on earth and making beauty products and fashion and all of that uses a lot of water. So then it wasn't until these new products, I think you're about to tell us about. Yes. Then I was like like, oh, this brand is really cool, this product itself and the other products. So tell me more about it. Yeah, so they're super innovative. These new products that they have developed are actually dissolvable face wipes. So they're called Instamelt Deep Exfoliating Day Remover Wipes. So they are waterless, 
dissolving face wipes. So they're the first of its kind and they've actually been developed in partnership with this medical organization called McCormack Innovation. So basically the technology they used was used for soluble medical grade bandages. So like wound dressing. So instead of having to kind of peel a dressing off a wound, you can kind of just use water to remove it so it doesn't hurt. From my C-section, my little thing dissolves. Yes, exactly. So these basically take that idea and they dissolve in water. They leave no microplastics, no waste. They don't block sewage networks or harm our fish. Good, the little fishies. fishies. They've been through so much. And they're biodegradable in landfill after 21 days. So if you you don't don't put it in water and you put it in the bin, it'll biodegrade in 21 days. That's very impressive. Should we give them a go on it? Yes, let's do it. So Conserving Beauty Instamelt. Deep exfoliating day dissolver. Yes. We've got a little bowl of water. We've each got a bowl of water. We've each got they, a little sachet. You yeah, get 30 in, in a box, don't you? 30. Yep. You get yep. a 30 pack in there. This little sachet is home compostable as well. Oh, so it's not I didn't like, know that. It's not like that's plastic, but this is good for the environment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they've thought of it's everything. It's all good. Yes. So. Oh. Oh, is it your yes. first time? Yes. They're very oily. It's an Oily-y. oil cleanser. So you'd use it as your first cleanse or... I guess you could use it as your only cleanse, but you'd want to rinse very thoroughly. So you don't oh, touch the water yet. Producer Michaela trialed them, but she had wet face. So it just disintegrated on her face. <laughs> so you want to cleanse a dry face. Okay. So cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. You've done your cleanse. Okay. Do, 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 do. You put it in the water and then within sort of 20 seconds or so, it is gone. It's magic. It's magic. Oh. And like the brand really wants us to emphasise anyone that's talking about this, it doesn't disintegrate into microplastics like a lot of other things that do biodegrade do, if that makes sense. It's kind of like an aspirin. It just looks powdery almost. It's just like kind of turning into goop. I can imagine, Michaela, this on your face was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I've heard, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell everyone, but I'm going to give you beauty. People and exclusive sheet masks are coming. So you'll do a sheet mask and then you'll just not add it to landfill because that's the biggest thing with sort of sheet masks, eye masks. It's gone. And your face is deliciously cleansed. Yeah. So they're they're available in Mecca, in stores and online. And so good for travel because you just take a couple of sachets for, for however long you're going. Definitely. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So, Erin, my friend, you are in the know. Hair oiling is having a moment. Have you heard of it? Yes, I've seen it all over TikTok and social media, but they're also kind of calling it hair slugging at the minute. Yes, yes. But I know that it's not obviously a new trend. Correct. So it's all over social media at the moment. So we wanted to unpack the quote unquote trend and Mm. its origins. It's actually an ancient Indian tradition and the treatment is typically practiced before you take a shower or the night before you're going to shower and shampoo your hair. Indian and Southeast Asian women have been doing this for hundreds of years, if not thousands. And the whole point is using oils to regenerate the hair and the scalp, smooth the hair, make the hair beautiful. But even more beautifully, it's actually 
definitely a ritual that's for female bonding. So it might be with your sisters or your aunties or your mum and you sit around and you kind of hair oil each other's hair and you catch up and have a chat, which I kind of love. That's so nice. Yes. You pop it on and then maybe shampoo 20 minutes later or if you need to, you sleep in it and shampoo it the next night. It's great because we'll talk about if you want to do it later, but sesame oil is often used, coconut oil, castor oil is also widely used. So you can go straight to your kitchen and use the oils there. You don't need to buy specific hair oiling expensive products. And then traditionally in Ayurvedic practices, herbs and essential oils are also infused in there for different needs and wants. The women generally saturate the strands with oil, like we're talking a lot of oil. And then a scalp massage is said to be really sort of regenerative. I know. I've had this a couple of times, but within professional treatments, I've never done it myself, but just picturing it, it's just so luxurious. And my hair was amazing afterwards. Um, So they kind of tie the hair up and then yeah, wash it out the morning after? Correct. The morning after, or even just a few, you know, 20 minutes later. The reason sesame oil is used, it's generally used in winter traditionally because it's known to have warming benefits. And coconut oil is used in the warmer months because it's got cooling benefits. But you will find throughout all the traditional practices that castor oil is also really widely used. And that's because castor oil is said to stimulate hair growth. And you'll even find now a lot of women use castor oil on their lashes and their brows, Mm. not just on their scalp. That's the origin. So you might be seeing it all over TikTok. We wanted to pay respect to the origins, like, hello, Gua Sha. Remember when every white company came out with a Gua Sha and we were like, hang on, let's all remember where that came from. So if you are seeing it all over TikTok or Instagram, that's what it's all about. If you do want to try it at home, traditionally, because it's an Indian practice, it's great for thick, coarse hair. Finer hair can definitely give it a go if you want to. Just keep in mind, it might make your hair feel a little bit weighed down. A bit heavier. Especially, yeah, if you go the castor oil route, because castor Oil is very, very thick. So you might want to mix with a lighter oil and olive oil. The oil is traditionally warmed. So you can warm it in the microwave very briefly. Oil heats up quickly, as you'd know from cooking. So just literally a couple of seconds or on the stove. (laughs) But don't, let's not pour hot oil on our heads. Ouch. How often to do it? Some do it twice weekly, some do it monthly. It's completely up to you. Your hair type, I think, try it once. See how you like the results. What kind of oil can you use? You can literally use anything from your kitchen. So you can go in and use your kitchen oils. Like I wouldn't use, I guess, vegetable oil so much like your sunflower. Oh, you could use sunflower oil actually. Mm. I would use castor oil and I would probably also try sesame. Also, I just love the smell of sesame. They're the ones that are traditionally used. Make sure though when you are doing it that you shampoo very, very thoroughly because you don't want oils to, um, I guess, block the follicles on your scalp. And if you are sensitive on the scalp in terms of breakouts, I would keep it probably further away from the root and then just keep it sort of mid-lengths and ends. Like I said, you can use kitchen oils, but there are some fantastic ethically sourced brands out there from Southeast Asian people. So we found Fable and Maine to be the most popular brand out there. You can get it for 28 bucks. They ship to Australia, a beautiful sibling founded company who wanted to introduce Indian wisdom and Western hair care rituals and kind of meld it all together and put it out there. So you can order that online. And a more affordable option is Dabua Amla hair oil. It's about 12 bucks, $13. You can also buy that online. That's we'll, so good. Yeah, we'll pop a link in the show notes. So you can buy those specific brands that do pay homage and respect to their actual heritage, or you can just go into the kitchen and go crazy. These elections are the largest test of public opinion since the general election, and there's an awful lot at stake. So the winners of the Mecca Beauty election are in. They were announced last week, and for those that don't know, Mecca Beauty election is this once-a-year 
beauty election, more exciting than the government election, but probably not (laughs) as important. (laughs) Customers vote on their favourite products and the best sellers, and there's kind of a finite list at the end of the best of the best from Mecca. The answers are in, and we're going to tell you them, but then we're going to tell you if Mamma Mia... Erin and Lee had their own little mecca election, what they would add that wasn't on the list. So makeup, NARS Sheer Glow Foundation, no surprises there. Best eyeshadow, Charlotte Tilbury, the luxury palette. Interesting, because Charlotte Tilbury is pretty brand new to mecca. You couldn't get it through mecca this time last year, and there's quite a few Charlotte Tilburys on the list. So it's obviously selling and being very much enjoyed, exactly. Another Charlotte Tilbury, Matte Revolution Best Lip. Not a lot of surprises there, but yes, yeah, Charlotte's totally taking over Mecca. What about skin? So best toner and cleanser was Tatcha the Rice Wash. Stunning cleanser. Best devices or tools was Cosmetics 27 Gua Sha. Mm-hmm. Then we have for best moisturiser, Drunk Elephant Lala Retro Whipped Cream. I've always wanted to fall in love with that, but I haven't. Oh, I've never tried it before. It looks nice. Mm, it's a cream. For best oils and serums, we had Glow Recipe Watermelon Dewdrops, which is obviously such a cult product. For best eye, we have Origins Ginseng Refreshing Eye Cream. Which is a delicious eye cream, I must admit. There's then a list for hair, body and fragrance. We'll pop those in the show notes if you want to know all of the list. So Erin and I wanted to highlight if we were in charge, which we should be, we should be the presidents of beauty in the world, what we would put on top of the list. My two, one, I'm very late to this party. My co-host Kelly McCarran got me onto it. It's the Sunday Riley CEO Vitamin C Rich Hydration Cream. It was actually finalist. So it was, you know, given a few nods, but it didn't make the top list, but it's the most beautiful, nourishing vitamin C day cream that I have to say if I'm very mildly hungover, which rarely happens anymore, but when I'm hungover, I put this on and I look like fresh. You just feel fresh. Oh, it's so good. It's $97. And my other one I would have liked to see top of the list is the Anastasia Beverly Hills Brow Wiz. Love it. Beautiful brow pencil. One of the only browns that I can find that doesn't throw warmth. They all throw warmth. So I would put those two up there if I was the president of Mecca. What would you add? <laughs> okay, for mine, I had Ren Clean Skincare Bio Retinoid Youth Ooh. Serum. So I've, it's really spendy though. It's $112. It's not cheap, but I wanted to spotlight it because it's the only vitamin A that I've ever, ever finished. And I think it's because it didn't burn my face I off. I was going to say you're sensitive, yeah? Yes. It's such a gentle formula. I love it. Ooh, and good for the I, sensitive people. Yeah. And I feel like it's done a really good job on my skin. Well, you look like a newborn. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Secondly, I had Bobby Brown Corrector Sticks. Oh, I'm obsessed with yes. these. Oh my gosh. How could I forget? Yeah. They're so good. They're $54. I've just always struggled with covering my under eye bags yes, for some reason, but the they peachy make it so one. easy. You're right. Yeah. The peachy one and then go over with the concealer. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I love them. The okay. formulas are super creamy and don't go cakey and gross. So. Well, there you go, Mecca. If you want to ask the two experts <laughs> next year, you've got our phone numbers. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to this episode. If you love today's episode, why not follow us on Instagram? Our handle is at Podcast. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. And this podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. Tune in tomorrow to hear Kelly on Spotlight. Bye. Bye.